And so that's why I want to start off by just declaring a blessing over you because we genuinely want God's help in whatever your circumstances are. And so I bless you in the name of Jesus that you would know Jesus more wonderfully. I bless you that you'd receive healing if you need healing in your body, in your mind, in your emotions, in your spirit. I bless you to receive the guidance from God that you need, the help from God that you need. I bless you to flourish and prevail over every challenge that you're facing in your life. And I bless you to feel hope and joy and love and peace, whatever's going on in your life. I bless you with that. In the name of Jesus, may it be. Amen. Amen. Wow, it has been ages since I've been here on a Sunday morning. It's kind of been a big, a big season here. I, I was in Southside a whole bunch during this leadership transition there with, with Ruth and then kind of walking through December with them and then helping Jamie and Crooksy get going. And wow, that's been, that's been really significant, a big thing there. Uh, last week, as you know, know, I was in Belfast telling them, talking to them, telling, I was telling them uh, that we're going to be uh, wrapping things up down there. It, it was... It was uh, challenging. Uh, it was good. It, we probably did as good a job as you would expect, as you can do. It's still, you know, a lot of shock and, and grief there. So I uh, did that last week. Um, this week started meeting with uh, some potential, uh, one this last week and maybe this week a couple more, potential Paisley lead people. Um, so hey, there's a lot kind of going on right now in these, in these very short weeks. And so I am so excited that it's fasting week uh, coming up this week. I, I, I love, I, I'm, it's, I've been thinking about like, wow, if only this could come quicker, as probably all of you all were. Uh, very excited about this time. Um, I love I, I love fasting week. It's this time in the year where the elders and the staff and everybody who wants to join us um, just spend five days of not eating food and instead seeking God, humbling ourselves with fasting, seeking God for his favor, his guidance, his breakthrough for our church and, and for all of our lives. I love fasting weeks. I love fasting weeks. I do this three times a year personally. I did it four last year because I don't know if you noticed last year needed a little extra. Uh, it's it kind of four last year. Uh, why do I love it? Why do I love it? Because God is actually real. This is not a religious thing. Because God is actually real. Because Jesus loves you, and, and he's paying attention, a and because all authority in heaven and earth has been given to him, there's no limits on the breakthrough and the help and the guidance and the leadership and the intervention available to God's people because God is real and Jesus is real and this is all true and, and, and actually it's a real thing. So I love, I love leaning in in fasting week. Why do I love it? I love it because God still speaks. He still helps. He still intervenes. He still answers prayers. He still directs. He still, he still guides. He still steps in. He's still paying attention. Why do I love it? I love it because, because I want more of God's help and guidance, and I receive that. I, I want more favor and more answered prayers. And, and I, see, I see more of that in my life when I lean in with, with, with times of, of fasting. Because this is true, I'm eager 
about this. I'm not focusing on what I'm losing. I'm focusing on what I'm gaining. And, and the gain is, is incredible. It's extraordinary. As I pursue God's help and guidance for us as a church and for me personally, and, and as you uh, join with me potentially in this, uh, all, that, all the goodness in, in, in store for you. Now, I say this every, every year because it was a major learning point in my early fasting experiences. I found myself getting to the end of fasting weeks extremely disappointed because I hadn't received all that I was seeking and hoping and asking for, and I had gone days without eating food. You would think like that would be like the thing. Like, of course God can't let me go more than five days without eating food without him definitely breaking and, and answering my prayers. Um, but what I, what I learned is, is that fasting week is, is much more about pre-ordering God's help in the season ahead. It's about setting up future breakthrough, future guidance, future miracles. Now, sometimes God does, uh, in fact, a lot of times he does speak during, during fasting week in a special way. Sometimes he does answer in, during fasting week, but more often I experience things afterwards. And, and there's a lot of biblical precedent for that. Like in Ezra, people need God's help and, and protection, and so they stop eating, they declare a fast, and then they start eating again, and then God protects them on their journey. Or, or when God says, set apart Barnabas and Saul for the work I have for them, they decide to fast, and then they start eating again, and then they go do their missionary journey with God's help and, and all the miracles and stuff that flow from that. Uh, another good example, I think a good example to follow, Jesus. 40 days, he, he doesn't eat, and then he starts eating again, and then he goes into so much of the ministry we read about in, through the Gospels, uh, uh, this ministry of, of power. Now, again, it's, it's, it's this pattern where we might have, I want to just make sure our expectations are right for the potential of the week ahead. And again, to be super clear, God is still going to help you and pay attention to you and hear prayers and answer prayers, whether you fast with us this week or not. But this is what I believe. I believe that there is much more and much better, and much quicker, and much clearer available for those who humble themselves before God with prayer and fasting. That's my why. Because I, I believe there is much more, and much better, and much quicker, and much clearer available for those who humble themselves before God with prayer and fasting. I just don't want you to think that God's not going to bless you if you don't if you don't humble yourself with, with fasting this week with us, I don't want you to think that at all. It's ex but I would say that it's extremely likely that if you do humble yourself before God this week with fasting, God will pour out more clarity, more guidance, more answered prayer, and more obvious help. Now, why? Am I just making this up? No, no, all through the Bible, we see this same truth, cover to cover. God is powerfully moved by humble people. God is powerfully moved by humble people. And, and what, when we're fasting, we are humbling ourselves. In fact, David writes this in Psalm 35, 13. He says, I humbled myself with fasting, and my prayer was genuine. Fasting is about intentionally humbling ourselves, weakening ourselves before God. Sometimes I get along and, and you know, everyone, you know, the, not feeling great, feeling a little bit weak during fasting week, and I'm like, yes, this is what I was going for, to feel weak, 
to not be at my best. That's the point. I'm humbling myself with fasting before God. And again, to clarify, fasting isn't hum a hunger strike. We're not trying to extort God's answers prayer by not eating. It's not a hunger strike. A hunger strike is when, God, I am not going to eat another bite of food until you do what I'm asking you to do. That's not what we're doing here. In fact, that's probably why most of my answers of prayer come after I start eating again. It's not a hunger strike. It's a, I'm setting aside a time, a season, to humble myself with fasting, and then I'm going to start eating again, and then see God, God move and answer prayer. Uh, what I love about this as well is that it's what I'm declaring and what we're declaring by not eating is we're declaring that God, it's not about me being strong. It's about your strength. I want your strength in my life. It's not, it's not about my mind being crystal clear, as clear as it can be. It, God, I want your mind. I want your guidance. I want your direction. I want your insight. In fact, I'm going to make myself weak as I seek the strength and the, the things that can only come from you. God is powerfully moved by humble people. God's powerfully moved by humble people. Fasting works. Oh, I should say that a little bit more, more confidently. You know, it's, it's been a few weeks. <clears throat> fasting works. Now, fasting works, but, and I am going to go say but, uh, fasting works, but I have done uh, 21 fasting weeks since 2016, not in a row, I'd be dead, uh, 21 fasting weeks since 2016, and still on my list, I have the same prayer request. Now, I've had other prayer requests on my list during, during these weeks of fasting, and many of those have been answered, but not all of the prayers that have been answered, and, and, and I have spent a lot of time praying and seeking and fasting about um, certain things that are still on my list. What do you do? What do you do if, if you, like, I gave it a week. I, I, it was on my fasting card last week. Fasting, do you just conclude like it doesn't work? No. If you have any, if you have a sense like God's like, no, then okay, fine, stop. But if you don't have that sense of no, then this is go for it week. This is like, Jesus, I'm again coming before heaven. I'm, I, I'm, I'm coming before your throne. I am, I'm praying and I'm seeking. I'm humbling myself for that breakthrough to come still. Yes, you didn't answer my prayer last year. I would have preferred had you done that. You didn't do that three years ago. I would have really appreciated that. But instead, I'm learning the pursuit. I'm learning persistency. I'm learning to not give up. And until I hear a no, every fasting week is going to include this because this is something that I, I really care about. I want to see your breakthrough. Now, in, in, in that particular example of prayer requests, I'm getting some guidance. I'm giving some thoughts. And I'm getting some clarity and some direction. But it's not all the way done yet. And maybe some of you have experienced that in, in trying fasting week before, like that it, that it hasn't all, all the way the way happened. That's okay. Uh, it's a, this is another time to, to lean in together and go for it. You probably have one of these. If, if not, um, these are the fasting week cards. We get them, we get them every year. Um, on the back is three lines, which... It was kind of my idea to reduce it down to three lines, but I have already written five things on my fasting week card, and so I'm sorry. 
either you can get multi-cards, multiple cards, and, and put different things down. But I'm sure that there are things that you'd love to see God speak to you about or guide you about or help you with. Um, I'm going to tell you six things in the Bible that people are fasting about and praying about. And maybe some of these things will end up going on your, your fasting cards. Something like that you want to see God's help with. The first thing that we see when it comes to fasting in the Bible is to listen for God's direction for the next season. Again, Acts 13, the, the apostle, or the people, and the leaders in the church of Antioch are in a time of fasting, and God says, set apart Barnabas and Saul for the work that I have for you. Okay, we got God's direction for the next season. And, and so we're going we're gonna to do that. And, you know, uh, that's what I want for you. I want God to meet with you this week and give you direction in, in your life. And so maybe you're like, I want to hear God's direction for the next season. That could be one of your fasting points. Very biblical. Uh, another thing that is in the Bible is to receive safety and protection for the next season. Again, I, I reference this when it came to Ezra chapter 8, how they, were, they had a dangerous journey ahead and they fasted for God's protection over the, their journey and that they would arrive safely and with, without all their stuff sold. Uh, so th they did that and God heard and answered their prayer. Maybe when you look ahead, there are, some, there are some challenges coming up or some things that seem uncertain or, or, or even dangerous or you're worried about certain family members or people you care about. Okay, I'm going to be fasting for God's protection or safety in, in the, the journey ahead of me for me and my family, for those I love. That's very biblical. Another one that might be on your fasting card this year is to process grief and disappointment from the last season. An example of this is in 2 Samuel chapter 1. The nation is grieving the deaths of Saul and Jonathan, and they're grieving their disappointment that they'd lost the battle, and it's a big disaster for the nation, and they'd lost a bunch of land and space. It's, it's very tragic. I would show you a map, but, you know, I don't really do maps. And so, uh, so that was 2021. No, we'll get back. Uh, so so we, they're grieving. They're grieving very appropriate. I know that there's a lot of potential grief in, 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 in lives, whether it's people passing away in the last year or last couple years or, or disappointments. Um, a great thing to just bring before God. God, I'm, I'm fasting in grief. I'm fasting in, uh, would you give me understanding? Would you comfort? Would you, would you meet with me here? You know, and that's a very good and, and powerful thing. Maybe that will make your fasting card. Um, another thing that we see very biblical in the Bible is to seek answers from God. I bet you have questions. I, I always do. Uh, I don't know. Uh, life doesn't always make sense, and I don't always know what I'm doing. And so, God, what do you want to do here in this situation? Why do you want to do, what, what's going on here? Help me, help me make right decisions here. Uh, every fasting week I'm having, I, I'm I have questions that I want to know from God. It's very biblical. Daniel chapter 9. Daniel has questions. He starts fasting about that and he gets some answers. I want that to be your story. I want that to be very significant uh, for all of you. That's uh, the fourth thing. The fifth thing that could be on your fasting cards is to receive favor and the direct help of God. Either generally or specifically. I'm thinking of Esther, Queen Esther. She has a, a big moment and she wants the direct help and favor of God. And so she asked the nation to fast. Um, brutally in Persia, I think it says no food and no water. Like for three, like wow. Uh, 
Apparently they lived. And, and, and a really, really intense moment. But she did. She got God's favor and, and direct, direct help. Maybe you need God's direct help and favor for something or for everything. Uh, maybe that will make your list very biblical. And sixthly, the last one here, is to repent about being off track with God in the last season. In 1 Samuel chapter 7, the, the nation is grieving before God because of their sin, because they had not walked in God's way for a, a period of time. Fasting is a great response. It's a great response to just owning it. Okay, I have been wrong. Jesus has called me to live this way, and I have intentionally lived in this, this other way. Now, I want to be clear that fasting doesn't help Jesus forgive you. That would be awful theology. Okay, there's no need. I got this great words. Jesus paid it all, right? He, he, ta he takes care of the sin. He takes care of it all. Where fasting comes in is I am grieving and mourning and fasting my rebellion. And, and I'm going to rededicate my life to following you. I'm agreeing with you that, that I've been off track and I'm turning back to you. One of, one of, the, one of the great things about fasting we, at the beginning of the year is a great reset. Okay, Jesus, I am, whatever happened last year, whatever my reasons or thoughts, I am now going to return to living in your way, to, to follow you. I, I think of fasting week as yes week. It, it, this is yes week. This is yes week. Jesus, I humble myself physically to say yes to you again. I've been living in compromise. I've been living in sin. I, I have been living apathetic. I have been not caring or concerned about different things. I've just been, kind of been going my own way. Jesus, this is my reset. And, and I, I'm turning back to you. I'm saying yes to you again. I'm humbling myself before you. I'm going to be ending my compromises. I'm going to be putting an end to my apathies. And I'm going to dive back in. I'm going to say yes to you again this week. It's yes week. Jesus, I have resisted your guiding and your leadership. I felt like you might have want me to make these decisions, but instead I've made these decisions. I've been fighting you, but now I'm humbling myself before you. And I'm going back and saying yes, yes to you again. Uh, Jesus, I, I feel like I've dug in against you in this last season. And, but now I'm saying yes to you again. I've wandered. But you know what? I'm going to return. I'm going to return. Now, if you're human, as a large majority of you are, uh, some of those, some of those um, yes to Jesus moments, no to compromise moments can feel gut-wrenching. Because there's a reason that you have resisted Jesus because there's something wrapped around your heart that's not Jesus that, that you want more, that you've wanted more than Jesus. And, and so part of that fasting is breaking from those, those other poles. It's like, I don't want the pull, I'm going to reject the, the pull of food as dominating my life, and then I'm going to reject, reject the pull of this other thing that's pulling, been pulling me away from walking with Jesus. Now, I know that some of those, those pulls are so strong where today you're not like, yay, I'm right, I'm ready, I'm, yeah, this is such great news, I'm so glad I came to church. 
But as you set aside this week, and you're like, okay, I'm going to pursue Jesus. I'm going to wrestle with him about this. And, and be like, you know, hopefully by the end, I will come to that point where I'm willing to lay this down before Jesus and say yes to Jesus uh, in this time of fasting. Like, I, I know that it's, it can be painful, moments like this, but I'm telling you, they are life-changing pivotal. Life-changing pivotal. You cannot perceive the goodness in front of you. You're probably completely blind to the goodness in front of you as you wrestle through this. But if you make the decision to say yes to Jesus, there's great goodness on the other side. It's always worth it. It's always worth it. That's my pep talk. That's my pep talk. Some, some words here when it, when it comes to what could be in your fasting cards. But I, I do want to talk about how fasting week works quickly and just make sure that we're all on the same page for, for, for all of you who want to give this a go. Number one, take a fasting card and write down your biggest prayer request. Write, write down your biggest prayer requests here. Um, answer the question, what do I want more than food? What do, I, what do I want to hear from God about more than food? What, do I want, what is more important? What miracle, what, what intervention do I want more than food? Secondly, go to the website and let us know that you're going to be giving a go to us, giving a go, giving this a go with us. Um, now, you're going to have a hard time believing this. I put that green circle myself on that, on that picture. That wasn't just there. Like, that wasn't a professional artist. That, that was actually me. I mean, uh, yeah, I did that. So you go to the website, you click on, on Fasting Week there, and then the first thing at the top is, like, I'm, I'm going to do this with you, name, email, and how many days you're going to try and give this a go. Uh, five days, uh, most, of, most of you, and you know, you're like, how many people try this in a given year? Uh, often about 100 or a little bit more. Uh, it changes from year to year. Um, but yeah, it's a powerful week. Give us, let us know that you're going to give us a go, and because we'll, we want to send you a survey at the end of it all, just to see how it goes. How was your health? How was your experience? We're, we're learning, but also there's something about just letting someone know. If you don't do it, you don't do it, right? But like letting someone know, it's just that gentle accountability with yourself. Yeah, I've, I kind of said that I'm going to give that a go. So uh, yeah, you can go to the website there. Um, set aside time to pray. And pray and pray for God's breakthrough. It is not, don't eat week. It is seeking Jesus week. And so set aside time. We have some things that can help you with that. We have some worship events this week. We have 8 a.m. prayer, uh, where you can just dive into 8 a.m. prayer and then maybe spend some time after 8 a.m. prayer um, just bringing your own requests to God or, or however that works. Um, there's this guy in our church named Brian, and he's doing this family time thing at, at 6 p.m. And we're at 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, we're going to be hearing testimonies of, of fruit coming out of fasting week. Maybe that'll be an encouragement, a daily encouragement that you could use to kind of help you get through. But also, after family time at 6 p.m., then, then you can maybe spend some time bringing your prayer request before the Lord as you've heard testimony of other people's fasting points being answered. You know, that, that sort of a thing. But again, just, just be intentional about it. Um, next point, don't eat any food um, from Monday to Friday. You know, food tonight, yay. Breakfast Saturday, yay. You might not even feel like it, who knows. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's kind of what we're doing. It's a no food fast. It's a, it's a, it's a Bible fast. Uh, don't let fear stop you. Fear is a really pesky one. 
probably if you, if you analyze what are the things that keep you from following God boldly and courageously, fear is probably at the top of that, that list. Most people don't try fasting because of fear. What's going to happen? How's it going to feel? How's it going to go? I, you know, just give it a go and then you'll know, right? Just, just, just give it a go. But I don't, I don't want fear to, de- to determine my decisions and how I follow Jesus. And, and I, it's, there's such a breaking. I think if you've done this before, you realize there's such a breaking of fear where maybe the first time you're every day like, oh, am I going to live? <laughs> uh, so far, so good, guys. Uh, and, and, then, and then just seeing the results. But don't let fear stop you. Choose a positive attitude. The last, thing, the last thing I need is a bunch of Brian grumbling. Oh, Brian said it was going to be great. Brian said give it a go. Brian said this would be wonderful. Brian, yeah. Uh, no, no it's positive attitude. You know, like we're spending time with Jesus and we're, we're going to go for that. And so let's, let's, let's choose, choose a positive attitude. Uh, also encourage you to carry something with you to record your thoughts and or dreams. You can assess them later if you're going to do this on your phone. Um, Make the document now. Make it today. Make sure that you're ready and anticipating God to speak or potentially speak to you, through you, through other people, that sort of a thing. Um, On a practical note, if you have weird symptoms this week and 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 something bizarre is happening, I suggest going to this website and just making sure everything's okay. Like, I remember having this boil on my back, like this massive boil, and I'm like, I am not... A teenager anymore. I know you might think, what is going on? It's so painful. Oh, I'm just detoxing. That's, that's, that's fine. Uh, I mean, not fine, but it's part of it. Um, I remember there was one time I had like severe back pain. I'm like, ah. Now, I know I'm selling it fasting week, by the way. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, that's just normal. That's fine. That's fine. You know, take a bath or something and, and uh, ibuprofen. It's, it's fine. But if you're worried about anything that might be happening, you can go onto that website. Also, you're probably going to be extra cold this week. So, you know, get ready for hot water bottles, hot beverages, maybe shower before bed. That kind of a thing could, could help. Um, now, this one, this tip is not so important in COVID era. But I'd say watch your breath. But you're all wearing masks. So that's really nice and helpful. Uh, that's really helpful. But like, watch your breath, you're detoxing, so just be, be kind to the people in your life and be, be attentive to that. Um, but all that to say is that my basic encouragement is to not to live scared. Just don't, don't live scared. Don't follow Jesus scared and, and to give it a go. So that's, that's one thing I want to say. The other thing I want to say is very, very, very important. Some of you should not do this at all. And in fact, I'm going to say this, and you're all hoping that I'm going to give you a reason right now why you should not do this. Uh, and I'm going to try my best. But it's very important that if, if you do not feel healthy and like that, that this is an okay thing for you to do right now, then please don't. Welcome to prayer week. Welcome to prayer week. Uh, especially if you're pregnant or if you're uh, breastfeeding, do not do this. If you're on medication, do not do this. If you're under the age of 18, do not do this. Instead, you can look forward to that future day. <laughs> but, but wait wait for now. If you've got exams or if you've got like, you know, some sort of precise, I, I don't know, I just kind of imagine like eye surgeon. Like, it, I don't want you shaky if you can't be shaky. 
you know, I, I don't want you to sabotage your exams or whatever. Like, it's okay. Uh, don't, don't worry about it. Again, health issues, if you get sick during the time, if all of a sudden it just goes badly, whatever your initial commitment was, it's okay if you stop. Like, it's totally okay. This is, we'll do it again next year. <laughs> um, but yeah, just, just don't worry about that. There's a lot of people who shouldn't fast. And I, and I, and I want you to know, like, it's important that if, if that's you, if you are, if you're underweight, not in your own opinion, but according to things such as BMI, like, if you're underweight, don't do this. If you've got eating disorders, don't mess with it. Don't do it. Okay? So, just, just, yes. But for those of you who are healthy, I, I think this could be really powerful. A real powerful moment for us. I want God to help you. I want God to help you all. I, I want God to bring breakthrough in your life quickly and, and powerfully and wonderfully. I, I want him to be answering the great prayers uh, in, in your life. I want his guidance and direction to pour all over you. I want, I want him to hear and act quickly to you. And I believe for those of you who, who are fasting and, and praying and seeking God that that can come. That can come in a special, powerful, accelerated way. And I believe for those of you who don't fast and for good reason, um, there's... That, and if you also lean in in prayer this week, that, that God's blessing and favor will be on you in the same way. In the same way. So the challenge this week is really surprising. Don't eat. Uh, Monday through Friday. Uh, and spend time fasting and praying. Also, uh, if you, or, or, or eat and pray if, you, if that's really, if, you know, if you've got health issues or whatever. Well, welcome back. Um, next, week, next week, we're going to start our Jesus series. And, and what I want to say about the Jesus series is uh, it is a great time to go back and remember how extraordinary Jesus is. It's a great time to bring people uh, that, that uh, you're like, you know what? It's, it's, a, very ba it's a basic, good introduction uh, time when it comes to Jesus. So I, I encourage you to do be thinking about people who you might want to invite in this series, um, uniquely to other series that we've had before. Uh, very special time for that. I have noticed two things connected to inviting people to church. There is a, an openness right now that I'm seeing, a curiosity that I, ha I haven't seen so much before. And there, so you might find more positive responses than you would normally expect. Also, I believe this is on the heart of God. As I was fasting, my last fasting week in November, like, I felt like God was just, just talking about his heart for evangelism, for seeing people uh, believe in Jesus. And so, again, a great season to be inviting people for that. I want to pray for us. I want to pray for us. And then we'll go into a time of worship. Um, and then the Lord is going to come up and give some, uh, give some direction. First of all, I, I pray peace over everyone in this room. In Jesus' name. The peace of God fill every heart and life. Fear, you are not to lead us. Fear, you, you, I, I say no to fear in any of our hearts and lives. I say no to anxieties and doubts in the name of Jesus. And I, and I say leave all of us alone. Fear, anxieties, doubts in Jesus' name. Just, just be gone from us all in Jesus' name. And said, let the peace and joy of the Lord fill us. Let the joy of the Lord, the an anticipation of God's hearing and helping fill our hearts and our lives. 
Jesus, I ask in your great mercy and compassion for you to quickly and powerfully and wonderfully act on behalf of all of our prayers and our prayer requests that we bring before you this week. In your mercy and in your joy, bring answers to prayer in abundance. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.